Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, welcome back to Wise. It's Ashley. Who else would it be? (laughs) This is my podcast, Um, but we're just going to keep rolling with that. I'm really excited for today's episode. I know last week I didn't put out an episode and that's because full disclosure, I'm just going through a lot of stuff right now and I commit to being consistent with putting out this podcast and I've just sort of been sorting things out in my head, feeling my feelings, which is what this episode is going to be about. And I've just been trying to take care of myself and rest as much as I can amidst this pandemic that is here for a long time to stay, it's looking like, and just adjusting to life right now. And I get this question at least once a week or maybe twice a week in my DMs. And I have conversations with friends about this topic. How do I feel my feelings? And honestly, I feel like so much turmoil and strife could be dealt with and so many things wouldn't happen like addictions compulsions obsessions because we don't know how to feel our feelings that's why those things develop we act out we lash out we again we become addicted to things obsessed with things we can't stop thinking about things because we can't feel our feelings we do so many things to not feel our feelings. That's like the crux of emotional eating, right? That's the crux of having a difficult relationship with food. If you use food in a way that is sort of a stand-in for feeling your feelings, and you guys, I get it. It's so hard. This is the hardest thing that you will do. So in this episode, I'm going to be offering you some really practical tools and strategies for feeling your feelings because this is a skill. So if you feel like you don't know how to do it, or if you feel like you're bad at it, this isn't something that you get good at. You become a little bit more skilled, but it's not something that's ever going to stop being easy or being hard. I mean, it's never going to be easy. So I think that that's what holds a lot of people back that they're like, oh, it's just going to be easy for me to feel these uncomfortable things. And there's also an expectation of feeling good all the time. And that is not the case. That is straight up spiritual bypassing. Uh, I know like a lot of law of attraction literature says that we should never allow ourselves to feel negative feelings. If we don't feel those feelings, that's just going to pop up one way or another. Whether that is taking it out on a loved one, whether that is, um, again, having like a compulsion or some sort of addiction that you have or just doing things that aren't good for you. And we can spend a lifetime burying our feelings. And I really do think that if we bury our feelings, 
they get stuck in the body and it just becomes really not a good thing. And if you resonate with that, like, I mean, I do big time and I'm sure many of you resonate with that too. So I just wanted to put that out there before I started that this is not easy. This is probably the hardest thing that you'll ever do, but this is exactly how we find our strength. We find our strength through feeling our feelings and realizing that they don't kill us. The reason that we are so hesitant to feel them is because they feel uncomfortable. They We want it to end. It's terrible. Oh my God, I don't want to feel nervousness or anxiety or depression or sadness or disappointment. It's so much easier to not feel it. It's so much easier to distract yourself and to do something else. And um, even like I don't know, whatever it is that you do to not feel your feelings, even if it's like you're working too much, those are all, those can all be really destructive things. So I urge you to be willing to feel your feelings. This is a process that I have been practicing for probably eight years now, eight or nine years. And it is not easy to feel my feelings because I have a lot of them. And especially right now, many of them are very stressful and anxious and sad and disappointed. And, um, you know, I'm just feeling all of those things. So in real time, I am going through this. So I wanted to offer you some tools that have been helping me lately. And it's never a bad idea to have this tool or this skill, this toolkit of skills in your arsenal, because things are going to happen in life that are really hard. And, I think we should use those moments. They can either bury us. And for a long time, I was buried by my feelings. And that's why I struggled so long with so many things. But I'm not like that anymore. I might have moments where I get washed under. And I was talking to a friend friend the other day and I was like, it's like we're in a washing machine. (laughs) Like you get washed and you're spun and it's uncomfortable and then you get popped out. And that's not going to be the last time that you're not in the washing machine. Like you will get put back in there because that's life. So even if there comes a time that things settle, that things feel normal, everything is temporary. We will go through hardships. We will go through disappointments. And in those moments, it's crucial that you find your strength. We do not find our strength unless we're pushed to find it. Because it's uncomfortable, it sucks. But, and it never feels good in the moment, but I know that all of my growth, all of my development that I have had, everything that has made me a better person, a stronger person has come from hardship and has come from pushing myself and honestly doing things that I didn't think that I could do, which for a long time was feeling my feelings. So with that, all of that said, let's go ahead and get into these tools that I'm going to give you guys today. Um... The first thing to acknowledge is, are you taking care of yourself? For many people, sensitive people, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we create feelings that aren't really there. Now, I'm not diminishing you feeling something, but let's say that you're not working out. Let's say you haven't gotten sunlight in a while. Let's say you're not eating well, especially if you're eating a lot of sugar. So you're drinking alcohol, you're not um, sweating, you're not connecting with people, you're sort of unfocused, that physically creates a lot of turmoil in the body. So I encourage you, listen to the episode of Do The Stuff, I'll put that in the show notes, and realize that 
we have to take care of ourselves first. And often to a degree that is annoying. I was reminded of this recently or every single time that I drink alcohol or that I eat a lot of sugar. It just doesn't work for me, which is why I don't do it that often. But it doesn't make me feel good in my head. I mean, it's great in the moment and it's worth it, which again is why I don't do it often. But I'm like, oh, I'm feeling these things because... I wasn't taking care of myself in the way that I usually am. And that's part of life too, is just like having fun, loosening up and like being a little bloated and like, it's fine. But I urge you to do your practices, do your meditation, work out, get that energy out. And then from that place, you can discern, is what I'm really feeling uncomfortable or am I not just taking care of myself? Because like, if you're just at home, you haven't moved your body, you haven't showered, um, you're not eating really good food. It, you're inside. Let's say it's rainy outside. I live in Portland. So like I have to force myself to get outside every single day. You're probably going to feel kind of depressed. You're probably going to feel not so great. So that is the first thing. Take care of yourself. Do the stuff. The second thing is to cultivate awareness and presence. And we can do this by taking a breath. And usually when we feel something, we want to run away from it. Let's say like somebody tells us something really disappointing or something unexpected happens in life. And again, I know obviously there's a huge uh, spectrum here in terms of what is uncomfortable. I am not talking about like big time traumas right now. Um, Just like from us, that's like not in my scope. I'm talking about uncomfortable feelings. And if you want to use that for something that you've been through, cool. But I understand that like if you have something really bad happen, that these might not be as beneficial. In that case, please go to therapy, Um, which I started going to therapy, by the way, two weeks ago for the first time in many years. And I will keep you guys updated on how that goes. So far, it's amazing and very needed for me. But um, again, that second step is awareness. So stopping, pausing, and recognizing, hey, I'm feeling something kind of weird right now, or I am disappointed. You have to be able to identify the feeling. Now, typically this happens by plugging into the body. You can't be in your head right now. You have to go into your body and again, pause. Where is the thing that you're feeling? Is it in your chest? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your shoulders? What color is it? How intense is it? And then you can begin as you, because this is going to happen more than once throughout our lives, how can you identify and recognize like, oh, when I'm disappointed or when I'm shocked by something, I feel heat in my shoulders. When I feel like I got when I, you know, something shocking happened, I feel like I got sucker punch that happens in my stomach and maybe it feels like black in my stomach. In the shoulders for me, it's like red, you know? So through the process of doing that, we can start to recognize like, oh, if I feel sad or disappointed, this is where it feels like in my body. I am feeling this thing and I am beginning to recognize and name feelings while I am there. And this is really beneficial because so many times we don't want to feel our feelings because they seem too intangible. It's like, oh, it's like this mass that's just like uncomfortable. And there's so much more than that. And the thing is, the last thing that we want to do is feel it. 
This is the last thing that we want to do is stay present with it. It's so much easier to eat. It's so much easier to uh, do something else than to sit there and to feel it. And also, if you're finding yourself in this process, like this takes a long time. So if you can just go step by step here, like maybe you spend a while just taking care of yourself and do the, doing the stuff that you need to do, um, having those self-care practices, and then maybe you can go into awareness. So I really want you to think about those physical feelings. The next step is to then identify what are the stories that are coming up and how to what degree am I catastrophizing? So if you have something, let's say something shocking happens and you're like, let's say somebody breaks up with you or something and then all of the thoughts go in your head of like, never going to be able to find anybody else. I'm going to be alone forever. I am the worst and whatever it is. And, you know, I'm you go into sort of that victim mode and I'm not saying that it's not hard, not saying that it is not real, but you need to identify the stories that you're creating and if they're true or not. And sometimes or typically those stories aren't true. Everything that we worry about, like hardly ever happens. So we have to get really real and have that sort of like a conversation with ourselves, like, all right, here we go. Like I'm feeling stuff in the shoulders or I'm feeling the stuff in the stomach and here's the story popping up. And the next step there is to identify what, who gave you that soundtrack? Who gave you those beliefs that you're having right now? And again, they're typically negative and they're not from you. They're not real. Our true selves are kind and loving. They can be, you know, direct and straightforward and honest with you, but they're never mean. The true self is never, never mean. That is our ego. And that is our um, survival mechanism within ourselves. So it's really important to identify where they came from. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it is another family member. Maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it's somebody you went to elementary school with. Like, I don't know who it is, but the work is figuring out who created this narrative for me. And is this narrative true? Byron Katie is a great book. Um, Her book is called Loving What Is about this process of dismantling like is are things true or not. So I think it's really important that you pick pick that book up and that you um, do the work. She has a series of four questions in there that you can do that are that can be really beneficial. So I suggest working through that book. as along going with this process that I'm talking about right now. So the next thing is, um, or the last thing that I'm going to say is that, and this is the hardest part, is to sit through it and to be able to withstand the feeling. And again, this could be you go on a walk. I I really like movement for processing (laughs) Um, this could be you literally laying in bed. This could be you, you just sitting still in some capacity and allowing yourself to feel the feeling. And you guys, this is so hard. And again, if you're not here yet, stay at the other steps until you feel more comfortable here. But I, it's never going to feel comfortable. And the more that you expose yourself to the feeling and you allow the feeling to wash over you and pass through you because feelings never last forever. We think it's like we feel this uncomfortable feeling and then we think like, oh my God, it's so bad. I'm going to feel this way forever. And we catastrophize. 
no feeling is going to destroy you. And we find that out by sitting through it. There's no other way to get through it. Like that Robert Frost quote, the only way out is through. The only way that we can stop being scared of our feelings and more importantly, doing the actions that we do because we're not willing to feel them is that (laughs) the more that we do this, the more we expose ourselves to it is how we get through them and how we stop doing those behaviors. Because those behaviors, those distractions and things like they never really help. Typically when we feel something and then we go distract ourselves, we end up having two problems. Now we have like the original problem that we ate or we went on social media for or we overworked through. And now we have the issue of like, okay, now I'm really full if I ate or something and like I didn't deal with the thing. Things are going to persist until you deal with them. So this is my sort of message for you to let you know that you are strong enough, that you have what it takes to feel your feelings, allow them to pass through you. There's going to be a point when you sit there that the feeling is going to be really, really strong and it's going to peak. And after that peak, again, you stay present through yourself. You hold yourself through that process. You can speak to yourself and say like, this is really hard, but I'm going to choose to stay here right now. I'm going to choose to feel this thing that I'm feeling in my chest, in my stomach, in my arms, in my le- wherever it is. And I'm going to name it and I'm going to sit through it. Eventually, the feeling will start to pass. Eventually, the feeling will dissipate. And the feeling that you get when you stood through a feeling is the feeling we all search for. It's power. It's strength. It is peace. And again, the feeling is sort of earned, that feeling of like, okay, I just witnessed that and was there through it. Like, I'm a fucking badass. That feeling is earned. And again, this is a skill. So if you don't feel like you're there yet, you got to just keep practicing and you got to keep going. There is no easy answer here. The answer isn't distraction. The answer is staying present. The last thing that I'll say is that it's really helpful to develop some sort of daily ritual where you expose yourself to feeling your feelings. That is essentially meditation 101. We sit in meditation. There's no being bad at meditation. There's none of that. Meditation is simply the practice of willingly putting yourself into a space where you're feeling your feelings and you get to know yourself and you get to know those patterns and those beliefs and you're like oh this shit comes up every day it's on loop in my subconscious and it isn't me so you begin to know yourself you begin to get intimate with your brain and your heart and you become witness to that and if we don't do that for ourselves nobody is going to do it And that sort of clears the muck of our emotions, just like movement does, just like eating well does, all of these things. They're all really beneficial. So I encourage you to know that this is a practice, that it gets easier. Again, for me, it's been like eight years that I've been doing it. And when I work with women one-on-one in my coaching practice, this is something that we work on. Like this is the crux of my entire coaching practice is, and people's struggles with anything is being unwilling to feel your feelings because I don't think we know that we can. I don't think that we know that we're strong enough to do that and we won't know it until we do it. We won't figure out our strength until we are pushed to the level that we need to in order to become strong. So that's where I'm going to leave you guys today. Uh, Please reach out to me if this resonated with you. Also let me know if there's any other topics that you want me to cover 
there's a lot going on in the world right now. Things are very stressful. (laughs) And if you're struggling, you're not alone. I'm right there with you. And I know that once we pass through this season, that we will be stronger, we will be better, we will be closer to living our authentic life, which is the way that I'm framing this. And you guys, living your authentic life is really hard. People have issues with that and people will disagree with you. But I want you to know that you can trust yourself. I want you to know that you know better about what you need in your life than anybody else, no matter what anyone tells you. So I'm sending you guys a lot of love. Please let me know if this resonated with you and I will talk to you next week. I promise for consistent episodes and I'm looking forward to talking to you again very soon. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.